what's going on, everybody? Christian Van Buren here, uh, co-founder of Ripple Effect Fatherhood. Um, and so just let me just get right into it. I am, as always, super excited for this next interview that we have. Um, we have two individuals who are very close to me personally, um, but also two individuals that I really respect and look up to uh, as fathers and um, as as the uh, in the way that they have embraced their fatherhood journey. So um, yes, I, I, I know that this interview will impact at least one person out there. And that's all we aim to do here at Ripple, uh, at Ripple Effect Fatherhood. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I do. Um, but just a little background real quick before I let them introduce themselves. Um, one of the gentlemen, uh, he is the son of my mother's twin sister. And then the other one is the son of my dad's twin brother. All right, that's a little hard to grasp. So that's why I have to say it slow. Um, but yes, for those of you who don't know, uh, my mom has an identical twin sister. My dad has an identical twin brother. And they all just happen to have sons, right? And so, all right, so enough about, enough about that. If you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, we will start with we will start with the oldest. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Kevo. My name is Raymond uh, Van Buren. I'm the second. Uh, my father is, as he just mentioned, um, the twin uh, boys, and which uh, Christian, I uh, mean, I remember Christian when he was so young, man, about four probably about three or four running around big head. His head is still swole. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, I, I'm honored to be here. Uh, yes, I do have a little girl, Rayleigh Van Buren. Um, and shout out to her mom. You know, we're doing the do when it comes to taking care of Rayleigh and uh, making it happen. And so, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm Raymond II. Amen, amen. And then uh, Cuzzo number two, you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? My name is Ariel Cotto, um, father of three amazing kids. Um, I have two girls, one boy. And I just want to shout out my queen, Christiana, because hey, she, <laughs> she is the glue. All right. Amen. She keeps everything in order and together. A um, little bit about myself. Hey, um, right now I'm in the mental health uh, field. So I just feel like the mental health field is very important and I, I have a uh, passion to help people. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about myself. Man, well, hey, I know everybody is uh, definitely glad to meet y'all. Uh, I'm honored to have y'all as my cousins. Um, but more importantly, as you both know, uh, you guys are, are, are brothers to me. And so, but the point of today is definitely to highlight you as fathers. And so to, just to give everybody a little background info, um, the three of us all had very similar uh, fatherhood experiences uh, growing up. And this isn't to uh, diminish or talk down about anybody at all. However, um, what really is, is, what really is important to me and what really blesses me is the fact that we've all, grown into the fathers that I guess we wish we had. And, and I don't know if that's the right thing to say, at least it is for me. And I hope that is 
for y'all. But for me personally, you know, um, not to say that I'm the perfect father. However, um, you know, I'm just glad that that I have a chance to to be the dad that I wanted to have growing up. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, I, I'm not going to harp on that too much because, you know, the point is to really just be uh, just to spread positivity around fatherhood. And so that's really what I meant by what I was saying is that you guys are a positive um, example of what, of at least for me, what fatherhood looks like. Um, so uh, without further ado, uh, I got some questions for y'all, okay? And, and we're gonna start with the wisest, right? The one with the biggest beard, because that, that just shows <laughs> wisdom, right? <laughs> but, so cousin Raymond, um, what, what are some things that you enjoy most about being a girl dad? Oh man, uh, the first thought that comes to mind is watching her personality. Uh, you, you, you try to pick up on you know, who she's going to be more like, and then what direction she wants to go in. For example, um, she wants to do cheer, took it to a basketball game. I love basketball. Think, well, I'm going to get into basketball. She's going to be right here, my little mini me. <laughs> yeah. The whole time she's watching the cheerleaders. Really, the game. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I, I really enjoy um, watching her character develop and her talent and, you know, what she really wants to do. And knowing that I can play a role in helping her get there if that makes sense. I love that. I love that. And, and, and just for the people out there, you did play college basketball, right? Yeah. I played a little bit at Sterling, Kansas, uh, D2. Uh, and then I finished off with my degree in uh, business, business management. Yeah. There we go. Nice. I love that. Nice. We're going to have to hoop whenever you come out here, man. I'm ready. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Get the old man. Now I can see it now. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. So, okay. That's beautiful. And, and just to touch on what you said, um, something that I haven't experienced yet that you mentioned um, is, is watching that personality. So that's you bringing that up is something that I'm definitely going to look forward to because my, my son is only six months old. So he's got a personality, but um, something that that I'm actually looking forward to even more now is, and, and I'm sure a lot of other fathers and, and young fathers out there who watch this, they're going to be looking forward to watching that that personality shift as they get older. Uh, so I thought that was really powerful that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love I love it already. I love it already. Okay, so Ariel, um, deeper question. I guess this is kind of deep already. I didn't realize I kind of get deep, but I guess it depends on how you answer, right? Um, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but uh, okay, so explain the emotions that you feel waking up every day knowing you have the privilege of being a father to your three kids. Um, honestly, no words. Um, it, my emotions are all over the place, I guess you can say, because um, I, I wake up seeing my, my three little ones grow each and every day and each and every day they are getting just taller, smarter. And so I'm just, I'm just very, very happy and blessed to be in their life. Uh, so I guess to, to answer your question, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I wouldn't trade any, anything, anything in my life for the world because my wife, my kids, they, they pretty much make who I am, you know, if that makes sense. 
Um, but yeah, did that answer your question? Yeah, no, it did. And okay. um, I think you just uh, created a new emotion um, called wouldn't trade it for the world. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> hey, because honestly, I, I realized as I was reading the question, I was like, I don't even know how, I don't even know if I could put a word on it. And, and Raymond, I don't, I don't know if you could, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think about that? I mean, it's, it's something you wouldn't give up. It just, yeah. it's just, it's the best sacrifice you can make. Man, yeah, I, 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 yeah. So I like, and I agree a hundred percent. So I just think that we all agree that there's not a, there's not a word that that describes the emotions. Um, but there is a sentence, and it's wouldn't trade it for the world. Right? <laughs> so we're just gonna stick with that, and we might have to add that to a dictionary or something somewhere. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, Raymond. So in your opinion, um, what is the significance in your role as a father in Rayleigh's life. A significance. Yeah. Um, and real quick, my bad, my bad. I, I put a note in here just to kind of further clarify as, as far as like what I, what I was meaning. Like, what are you able to provide that right. would otherwise be more difficult for her to learn if you weren't in the picture? Well, First off, a lot of times I just load my first mind because that's just my gut feeling. Um, then later on, I might alter it, be like, man, I should have said, but what's more authentic is what comes to mind first for me. Uh, the first thing that crosses my mind is what example do I want to be for another man to pursue her? Mm. Um, because I'm big on being family oriented and a lot of times it's hard to find those gentlemen still opening doors. You know, I still date my daughter. Um, I take her out, uh, especially on Valentine's Day. It's like, but she knows we have daddy daughter dates. And look at her. <laughs> she she, <laughs> she comes say hi if she wants. Hey, hey. Riley. Hey. This is what you call getting her down by God, mom, right now. <laughs> What's so, up, pretty girl? <laughs> I've been in it. But uh, but she yeah, I guess she knew us. <laughs> no worries, no worries. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, definitely. If I wasn't in the picture, I feel like she'd be missing the substance of. Um, of course, you got Christ. You know, you can go to you know if you're a spiritual uh, follower of Christ, then of course you can use that as your role model. But as far as what we have here and what's surrounding us, I would I definitely feel like she would miss out on. Um, how did my daddy treat me mm -hmm. to know what to go after or what she wouldn't allow? You know, my dad never talked to me like that. You, you know, so I feel like that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind is to be that role model as far as uh, what her husband or should be better than her daddy. Definitely. Right. right. So. Man. Um, you know what? That's powerful. Uh, and I, I really like that because, and I like the, I like that you use the word pursue too. Mm -hmm. Because for me personally, obviously, I don't have any daughters, but when I hear you say it like that, it, it also kind of says something in my mind that, you know, you want her to have a level of self-respect too. that whenever it comes time to, you know, for her to maybe, you know, consider a relationship with, with, a, a, with someone else, a male, right? He, he's, you want him to be the guy that that says, hey, I want to pursue you. I don't want it to be easy. Like I, I want to actually 
pursue you and earn my way into your heart, right? Like, I just thought that was powerful that you said it that way. Um, and you know what? I, I was going to just, and, and I hope I said that right. You know what I mean? Like, I mm -hmm. hope I Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, and, and honestly, I was just going to roll into Ariel's next question, but you having two daughters, I just want to hear your thoughts on that as well. Like, I definitely want to hear your thoughts on, you know, what you're able to provide in your daughter's life as well. Uh, just because, I mean, I know that's big for you too. I, I feel like just because I know y'all both, like, I feel like y'all's answers are very similar in, in on that question. What do you think, Ariel? Yeah, so um, as far as that, you know, with me, I had my, my oldest daughter at a young age. Um, and, and let's just say having two girls, it changed me. It, it changed me because it makes you look at life different, you know, Let's be honest, you know, as teenage boys, we're all knuckleheads, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it, it changed me and it made me look at life differently. For example, I asked myself, would I want my daughters to be approached by the guy I used to be, mm. you know? And so, of course, I don't want that. You know, I want them to be approached by a gentleman, like Raymond was saying, and you know, that's one of the things why, you know, I, I just take every day as a blessing being in my kids' lives uh, and my daughters, because I feel that daughters, they need their fathers. You know, I'm not saying that, that sons, they don't need their fathers, but I feel like uh, mentally speaking, it can have a, uh, a huge impact on a daughter that has her father or that does not have her father. Mm -hmm. And so um, I say that because I've seen it, you know, um, growing up in Chicago, we can relate to, you know, we've seen, you know, daughters that didn't have their father, fathers versus ones that did. And you can kind of see those two roads that they follow. Um, and so, yeah, I, with me, I, I'm a very affectionate, you know, uh, person. So with my girls, I'm always tugging them. I'm always giving them a kiss. And I'm always letting them know like, hey, you can talk to me because I want to be, of course, I want to be, you know, dad that is uh, firm, fair and consistent. But at the same time, I want to be that dad that when they do become teenagers, they can talk to me about anything. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with what Raymond was saying and I feel like I'm a little all over the place, but yeah, that that's that question got me. <laughs> no, no, that was good. That was good. Like 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 Raymond said earlier, I I uh, I like the authenticity of 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 these interviews, which is why you know I I I just wanted to roll off the top of the head. I don't I don't really tell you the questions. I don't give you much time before we start the interview to to think about your answers, just because. I don't even rehearse myself. I just get on here and yeah. I just want to be authentic because at the end of the day, that's the world we live in. You know what I mean? We live in a think, world yeah. of authenticity. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's real out here, like they say, right? <laughs> you Definitely. know, but, um, but no, okay. So Ariel, so, so I guess, you know, my next question for you was this, um, based on your own experience with fatherhood as a child, um, what positive lessons have you learned and applied in your role as a father? So, wait, wait, wait. So the beginning of that question, 
My bad. Go ahead and repeat that. <laughs> I know. I asked that. And <laughs> I asked that in a bad way. Okay. Let me. <laughs> okay. What positive lessons have you learned and applied in your role as a father based mm -hmm. on your experience with fatherhood uh, growing up? Okay, with not having my father. Right, exactly. So, okay. and, and obviously, I didn't want to put that out there, but that's why I said based on your experience. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's but, that's fine. But yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, there's not a secret that you know you didn't have the presence of a father. So, based on that mm -hmm. experience, right? Because we already mostly know what what uh, negative things that that causes, right? But a lot, what, mm -hmm. what, what a lot of people don't look at is, hey, what can I gain from this? How can I benefit from this negative experience and make it work for my good so basically that's this that, that's essentially what the question is is what positive lessons did you learn and apply in your role as a father based on your experience um i would say so i remember in high school that's when it really really bothered me not having my father in my life um and i used to always have hopes of you know maybe um i'll see him you know i'll meet him and, um, you know, it never happened, of course. And so I told my mom one day, I said, um, I refuse to let my kids grow up like that. I refuse to let them grow up without, without having a father. And I said that um, I don't understand fathers that do that because I was, I was frustrated. I was upset. Um, and it just taught me to not let anything come in the way of raising my kids and being there for my kids and not having a father. I would say it, it forced me in a way to grow up fast mm -hmm. because, you know, having, uh, being the man of the house, you know, it was my mom and my, my younger sister. I saw it as, uh, I needed to be their protector. You know, I saw it as, you know, hey, you're not gonna, you know, mess with my mom or my sister. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the, the mindset that I have. Like I, I, I told, you know, I have the mindset ever since I was a teenager that family is important and no argument, no situation is worth walking out on your child. Mm. So yeah man um first off i want to thank you for being like for, for, for first off thank you for sharing that part of your life right um you know because i know it's there's a lot of people out there that can relate you know what i'm saying um and so thank you for that but also i think for me what i got from what you've what has stuck with you and what you were able to transition into your role as a father um, and make work for your benefit and the benefit of your family is learning to be a provider, right? Even though I guess you weren't like the main provider in, in high school, you, you, you took on that role because, hey, there was nobody else doing it as, in a male, in a, like as a male. Um, and yeah. then also being a protector, those things kind of go hand in hand. You learn to provide and protect. Um, and then you learn the value of family, right? Because um, any family missing that, that, that male uh, father um is is essentially not a fully put together family i guess for lack of a better words like if you have a puzzle 
a family puzzle and you're missing a piece, then it's not fully put together. Um, can you still function? Can you still see what the picture is supposed to be in that puzzle? Yes, right? Any family can still function mm -hmm. without the father. However, when that, when that last puzzle piece is put in there, it completes the picture and it's more clear for anybody else to see. So you learning the value of family with by not having your dad present, I think, and 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 you having that mindset in your own family, I think, is essential. And I hope that somebody out there who also didn't have their, who hasn't met their father or doesn't know, you know, who who just had that piece of their life, that puzzle piece missing, um, I hope that they can be blessed by that, and I and I know they will. Um, and so, so thank you for that. And Raymond, um, for you, same, same question. Cause oh, uh, do you want me to ask it again? I think I get it pretty okay. much. Uh, okay. Not having a father, how has it impacted us in a positive way? Mm -hmm. uh, I would definitely say it's, I mean, I, I mean, I'm kind of just piggybacking off cousin mm -hmm. Ariel is you don't want another kid to experience that void. You know, that void is something that it takes, sometimes it takes forever for a person to get through that. And then some people just never get through it. They just learn how to cope with it. It's never really gone. So they cope with it. But as you live and you have kids, it does push you to be a better man than what you wish you had. You know, kind of like what we mentioned, because I mean, I always joke, I, I do a lot of joking to, to cope the pain. But I, you know, uh, for most people who don't know, but my dad and your dad, uh, Christian is you know they're deaf you know they can't hear or talk so when somebody is talking about their dad I, I'll joke and be like well my dad ain't never said a word to me and he don't even listen to me you know just yeah. but yeah. it's it's a way to it's a mechanism that I use to say uh, it's not too late for me to be a better dad who listens to my child and who talks to my child you know that the, the the damage that was done is it can be repaired in me but I can use my daughter as well to make sure she never get to feel that. So she's very fortunate through our pain, the three of us, our kids are very fortunate to not have to worry about that in a sense because of our experience. That makes sense. Man, I, I would like to- I, Oh, go ahead. Go I would ahead. like to add to that if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So uh, what Raymond just said, it just made me think about how as, as people, you know, and as men, we want to leave a legacy behind. And so I feel like that legacy starts with fatherhood. And I feel like we're setting ourselves up now being in our kids' lives to leave that legacy behind because they're going to be a reflection of us, mm -hmm. you know? And so when they see how, with them seeing how we are as fathers, you know, um, our daughters, they're going to look at, okay, this is the type of man that I should be, you know, um, allowing in my life and then our sons you know Raymond your son one day is coming all right <laughs> we, we all want him yeah <laughs> our sons you know will see okay I want to be just like my dad but you know in our eyes we're like okay yeah you say you want to be like us but we want them to be better than us we want them to be a better version of us mm -hmm. you know that's how that legacy is put in place and that's how we end up leaving a legacy behind man well amen to that and and i'm glad that you brought up the word legacy um because and and just to kind of um put put my thoughts from both of y'all's answers into one 
Um, Raymond, you talked about, you know, it, it pushing you to be a better man. Um, and I mean, there's so many things in this life that, you know, if you look at them the right way, they can push you to just to be a better person. Right. And, and that's, that's kind of something that we were talking about a second ago when, you know, how you look at negative situations, right? All of us uh, had a similar experience with fatherhood growing up. And so you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it as uh, uh, a situation that you can choose to keep you stagnant and not, you know, pursuing a, a better life for yourself and, and, and for your little ones, or you can look at it as um, a, a positive situation or not a positive situation, but you can look at, at the positives in the situation that you can take and apply to your own life. And so all that I think comes together to kind of create your legacy, right? Like your legacy is created based off of the choices that you make. And so the choices that you make start up here, right? And so when you, the, the thoughts that you have behind things that happen in your life, your thoughts behind the experience, the experiences that happen in your life are, are really what creates that legacy, right? Cause your legacy is really just a journey of, it's a journey, right? It's, 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 it's a, it's a journey that you live out. And then whenever you leave this earth, your legacy, your memory, uh, you know, just the way you were people that knew you, like that's what's left behind. Right. And so anyway, I kind of got off track with that. I feel like, but like that basically legacy and, you know, using experiences to push you into being a better man or even a better father in this case, I think is powerful um, and is a great, great answer to the question that I asked both you guys. So I appreciate y'all for that. Um, that was, that was, that was great. Um, and then, so, and Ario, last, last question for, for you, since you brought up, you know, having a son, right. Um, you know, I want to, I wanted to ask you, since you brought that up, what is one important lesson that you want your son to gain from experiencing you as a father? Oh, wow. Like just one, uh, like, like amongst all of them, I just want you to kind of pick out one that, you know, picture you and your son, maybe he's, you know, I don't know what age you said, let's say he's 30, right? <laughs> say he's 30 and yeah. he's about to step into fatherhood. That's why I said 30. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like we, we gonna push it out, you know, he has time, yeah. <laughs> but let's say he's 30 and you're sitting down with him and you're like, Hey, this is one lesson that I hope you learned from me when you were growing up that I want you to, that I hope that you would apply into your own fatherhood journey? Um, I would honestly say that, um, man, honestly, uh, I would tell him not to beat himself up about failure because mm. failure is normal. Mm -hmm. um, and failure does happen. But what, what matters is that he keeps going mm -hmm. to accomplish whatever he did fail. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I feel like, you know, I, I can't speak for every man, but I know for myself, um, I hate to fail. And I, I just, I wanna make sure I'm always doing the best, being the best. But of course I can't be the best in everything. It takes practice. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I would throw out there to him and I would explain to him and hopefully he gets it. Mm. Um, I know you don't, I like that. And, and honestly, I, I, I only plan on asking this question to Ario just because I threw the whole something in there. But I also want to ask you, Raymond, like, hey. um, and I don't know if you, you can either answer at like as a lesson that you'd want to teach Rayleigh or, you know, if you had a son you know what I mean? I, I'll let you, I'll let you kind of answer that how you want to. Hey, you know, I mean, I was going to piggyback off him. Um, same verbiage, just kind of uh, flipped a little bit. Cause when you asked that first thing I said was what would I want my son to remember about his dad is in first thing came to mind was just never quit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's normal to fail, but never quit is the key. That's the only way you really lose is when you quit, mm-hmm. you know, normal to fail things don't work out but you always keep pushing so for me I want my legacy for my son to be that my daddy always had a drive if he looked at something he thought about it and how can he do it fix he'll figure it out but he never quit so I mean that's pretty much I mean that's like I said just kind of twisted a little bit but the same on the same scale as what Aria was just speaking about so yeah man what a blessing. What a blessing. And, and, and then I'll just give my, my last two cents on, on that answer. And then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll ask the golden question. Okay. Um, but um, yes, I, I love that you guys both talked about how to handle failure, keep going, never quit. It's normal to fail. These are just notes that I just kind of, but when it comes to fatherhood, I think that y'all's answer is so important because Fatherhood is something that you can't prepare for. Like you can prepare, but you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. You don't know what to expect. Whenever you're about to become a father, whenever that baby's about to be born, you just, you just, you're just there, right? And you're going to fail at some things, right? Like, or at least it'll feel like you're failing. However, like you guys were saying, like, Cause see that whenever people hear never quit and it's normal to fail and keep going, they think about, you know, sports, they think about uh, just stuff that we do on a day-to-day basis. However, for, for all my fathers out there, like apply those same principles to your role as a father, right? Like Ariel was saying, don't beat yourself up, especially when it comes to fatherhood, because this is something that all of us, are, we all have our struggles with fatherhood. This is something that we all are learning, learning as we go. And so the things that you guys just highlighted, like I said, and I'll repeat them because they're that important, right? Handling failure, keep going, never quit. It's normal to fail. Um, those things applied to fatherhood. I mean, I feel like you can't go wrong because if you have that mindset and you're applying it to your role as a father, then you know that there's going to be times where you feel like you failed. However, I'm never going to quit. I'm going to keep going. Um, Something that I learned, something that I heard from another guy on a podcast was fail forward, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to fail, but fail. If you're going to fail, fail forward. Don't fail and then then step back and and quit because then you're stepping back or don't fail and then not go forward. And you're just, and you're just standing the same fail forward, learn from it, move on, go forward um, and apply, apply the lessons that you learned going to, 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 to the next day, you know? Um, 
But anyway, I thought that was that was golden. That was golden. Thank y'all for that. You guys, you guys answered that question. You guys exceeded my expectations. So, all right, last question for 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 my 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 uh, third my my wisest cousin, I guess. I was trying to think of the way to say it. Uh, I was gonna say something about the beard. I was gonna say something about the, you know what I mean? Like, the wisest of us three, right? Yeah. The one that's been on the earth this the, the longest. There you um, go. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And what would your superhero name be? Superpower. Mm-hmm. Well. That's deep. I thought you asked all the deep questions. That's the golden question, man. And this is supposed to be a fun question, I guess. <laughs> it is. It is. That's just the question that, that I throw in there to hopefully just kind of make us different than every other interview out there. Um, you know, I, I, my super, my super power name would be, what would I want to do? Well, since we're talking about fatherhood, I say to uh create more uh a better fathers i say that uh but also have the ability to press reset or restart on those who were damaged Ooh. sharp right that's so what we do is good you call me razor ray hey that's that's hard <laughs> you said raisin ray razor like a razor, razor, razor ray. sharp as a razor Raise a ray. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I, I like that. No I, pressure. I, are you? I don't know how I got through that one. <laughs> oh man. No it's pressure, all good. Bro. I had time to think about it while you were while you were talking. Hey, <laughs> while my grades were starting to highlight. I mean, what grades? I don't see no grades. <laughs> right? Hey, that's the beauty of being the oldest. You, you get to go first. Uh, yeah. All right, Ariel. So uh yeah so if you could have any superpower what would it be and what would your superhero name be um i would have to go with mind reader okay for the superpower um and the reason why i say that is because um you know not everybody's honest with what what they're feeling yeah. you know what's on their mind they might you know try to uh just beat around the bush you know mm -hmm. what i mean uh and so if i had this power i would be able to know what's really going on in the person's mind and if it's doable help them in any way that i can if not and they're just you know being selfish or whatever you know i'll just keep it moving yeah there you go <laughs> but my name would be uh um peacemaker Peacemaker. So I, yeah, I went with Peacemaker because that's, I just, I love peace. I love family. I love peace. And I feel like when it comes to family, you can't have it any other way besides wanting peace, even though you might not get it. <laughs> <laughs> but peace is the best thing when it comes to family. I love it, man. Blessed be the peacemakers, right? They will oh, be yeah. Children of God. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah. Man, amen. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, let me ask y'all this um, before I close us out. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Um, hey, I'll just say, uh, hey, thank you for having me. Uh, I enjoyed this. Um, and hey, Raymond, it was nice officially meeting you. 
Um, and I look forward to uh, seeing you in person soon. Hey, appreciate it, man. Likewise, uh, man, we the triple cousins here, man. You got the <laughs> twin mom cousin and twin dad cousin. Man, this is this is actually an honor, man. This is and Christian, uh, shout out to you, man. Keep doing the thing. Uh, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know. Uh, I think I would encourage you to share a clip of you seeing your dad after how many years? 18 years? I think 16, 16 no, years. I, I, yeah, I shared it on our page, on our social That's media. That's awesome. Page. Okay, well, good, man. Um, but yeah, this is just this is just a good highlight to see that with what you're doing because your father was absent, you know, and this is just you helping those who may not know how to deal with those struggles or that void. So, man, shout out to you. And um, like I said in the beginning to Rayleigh and God, everybody that's been in her, her my corner because being a father, you know, you do need that female presence and her mom has been on point, her godmom, my sisters, man. So um, yeah, I just, I, I leave it at that, man. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I appreciate it, Christian. Amen. Well, hey, um, at the end of the day, I am honored that both of y'all uh, were able to make the time to be here. Uh, and I'm absolutely grateful uh, because, hey, even though y'all are my family, um, you know, there's other things you could be doing with your time. But what I will say is that you being here, um, I know uh, that it's going to impact at least one person out there outside of me, because it's impacted me big time. But outside of me, um, you know, the people out there is, is what is really most important to me that that people out there who can really benefit um, are impacted from this. So uh, you guys, you guys, like I said, exceeded my expectations. Um, and I knew you would just because you guys are outstanding fathers yourselves. Um, so uh, I will continue to look up to y'all. And at the end of the day, the last thing that I want to put out there for everybody and for us is that, hey, fatherhood is a journey, uh, but it's not a journey that you have to walk alone, right? And so that's what we're trying to also create here with Ripple Effect Fatherhood is a community of fathers that can lean on one another, right? Um, and so uh, as we continue on in this journey and, and growing um, this nonprofit, uh, we, we will absolutely have an environment where fathers can lean on other fathers, whether it be some kind of social media platform or whatever, just for questions, advice, wisdom, whatever the case may be. So anyway, all right, guys, I'm gonna let y'all get back to your families. Ario, you got three, three and, and, and your queen waiting on you. And I know Rayleigh's like, hey, come on, man, TikTok. So, um, but, but for all our viewers out there, definitely follow us on social media. Uh, Instagram is at re.fatherhood. Um, Facebook page is on the way. Uh, LinkedIn page is on the way. Uh, but obviously, if you're here, you already know that we have our YouTube page, Ripple Effect Fatherhood. Go check out our other interviews. Um, they're all just highlighting amazing dads like, like these two. So um, at the end of the day, y'all be blessed. Y'all have a wonderful night. And as always, thank you for being here. No problem, bro. All right, fellas. Mm -hmm.